0: Stop putting Tribal Chats on YouTube.
1: Oh, I saw a drop-off immediately then.
0: There's been no drop-off. <laughs> it's been exactly the same. And One. And I was putting out those little thumbnails every week. Yeah. Yeah. Made no difference. But... On the on the bright side, we've been averaging like twenty downloads.
1: Well, I I had lunch with a friend of mine from Rochester the other day, and she said, "Oh, I just listened to that one with the trailer guy. It was really interesting."
0: Oh wow, from way back then. Yeah, that's an oldie.
1: Yeah. (laughs) But you guys need to watch Reservation Dogs. It's just so good. My favorite. That's Hulu. Yeah, my favorite character is Cheese. That's his nickname. Cheese. He's so sweet, and he reminds me of my nephew. It was very good. (laughs) Last night they had an episode where one of the kids um she's never met her father and her mother died a long time ago but anyway she finally decides to look him up and it's ethan hawk you know oh, like wow. that is yeah and he was very good in it too
0: i just thought saw a thing where david fincher typically does a hundred takes of of everything
1: i mean that is that would just be exhausting like how would you keep going
0: every single move that an actor does is mimicked by the framing. If, if somebody leans forward in their chair, the camera will move up and then down. So then the,
1: I don't know if you call it blocking in movies, right? But so the blocking has to be perfect. done like ahead of time too. You can't do anything extraneous.
0: Right. right. And then to get it perfect, he makes them do it over and over because he has this thing about if the camera is exactly following the actor, the audience will be, with them
2: like you're in the room with the person yeah right
0: yeah
1: it's almost like the opposite of point of view you know you're not
0: right right like trying to catch up huh uh, it's not he's not trying to it's all perfectly stylized but that's the way he likes it
1: i went to see killers of the flower moon yeah how'd it go it's a long one (laughs) three and a half hours (laughs) so i had to do the stadium seating of course yeah, it was it's interesting, you know, it was a, it was a very good movie, you know, well done and all that. But it it's funny like in my book club this month it was my turn to pick the book and I picked um Louise Erdrich Love Medicine, which is um you know, she's a native writer mm-hmm. and I've read many many of her books and and this one is like one of my favorites. So and then, you know, watching Reservation Dogs and loving Reservation Dogs and it's funny because I know that Scorsese consulted with uh Osage and all of that but still it did not it did not feel that authentic mm. do you know what I mean cuz still DiCaprio mm. and De Niro are still like foregrounded and uh, Molly, who's the character who's DiCaprio's wife I mean she certainly is in there but it's 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 like a, I feel like it's really a matter of like perspective you know and just reading the you know reading that book seeing that reservation dogs which was totally you know um, done by native people so it just didn't feel as authentic as the real deals do you know what I mean
0: yeah there was all that talk about them rewriting it and starting over and he thought in his first uh, first pass on it he hadn't gotten it right yeah as far as the Osage were concerned and
1: and, I mean I totally give him credit you know and it's really very well done it doesn't feel like three and a half hours you know but you know when he's doing like the Irishman and he's doing Goodfellas and all that like that is that's like lived in right like he Mm -hmm. that's him and um this just wasn't quite the same and you know because it it even had like this kind of Goodfellas feel in that you know what was happening. It was like that's Jimmy Conway all over again, right? You
2: know? So, do you think it would have been different with um, lesser big actors?
1: Well, I was thinking about that too. You know, um, even though Leonardo DiCaprio, I thought he was very good. Um, yeah, I I I feel like if I had not known him so well as an actor, it could have been better. I yeah, for sure, mm-hmm.
2: might have felt more real.
0: It's Mm -hmm. always, always a question, isn't it? When you have somebody famous, can you separate?
1: I mean, you know, it's too bad. Like, I I think it was, I think it was Scorsese. I mean, I know Coppola did this too, but, um, you know, Scorsese, I think, wanted Winona Ryder because for Age of Innocence, because she would, you know, attract the eyeballs of the youth, Mm -hmm. And Coppola did that in Godfather Three, although she had to bow out, and then we know what happened there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just too bad that you have to make those sacrifices. And not everyone does, I suppose, but
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know that you have to make those sacrifices for popularity, I guess. You know, to get asses in the seats. Yeah, and there weren't that many asses in the seats when I saw it. However, you know, given that it was three and a half hours, we went to see it at like a six p.m. showing because I was like, I don't want to get out at two a.m. <laughs> Right,
2: it's been right. so hyped. oh my Lord, every time I turn around there's an ad or for it. yeah, radio, TV, it's crazy. yeah, it's like it's almost like there's no other yeah. movies
1: out right now. I mean, I can't imagine it won't get you know nominations or various things and and I really think the woman who now it's interesting the woman the lead you know the woman who's the lead mm-hmm. um, her name is Lily Gladstone. Oh, really she was in Reservation Dogs. and so I was like, oh my god, that's that's Daniel's mother like for sure she was she was super good um and it'd be super cool to see her get a nomination for whatever you know in whatever venue
0: but it still felt like a movie made by white guys right (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah it did
0: i saw the creator
1: oh yeah how was that oh yeah what how was that i
0: liked it i mean it was really i was engaged I mostly went because of all the hype about the the way they shot it.
1: Mm-hmm. How did they? I don't. I did. I haven't really read anything about it.
0: They used a four thousand dollar camera that you can get on Amazon. Really. Instead of a you know cinema camera.
1: Mm-hmm. Really.
0: And sometimes they used a crew of four instead of three hundred like Tom Cruise does. Mm-hmm. And hmm.
1: uh, wow! Do you hear that airplane taking off? No. <laughs> yeah. That's my. That's the fan on my laptop. I don't hear it. do you hear it? No. No. Okay. i put something underneath it to see if I can give it a little air or something.
2: I don't know. It kind of looks like you're on an airplane right now the way you're moving up and down though.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the the director had done one of the Star Wars movies and something else. On. What did he
1: done? what had he
0: done? Sorry. He did a Rogue <laughs> what is it? One of the Star Wars movies. Rogue One.
1: That's the only Star Wars movie I really like. Rogue One, I think.
0: And he did <laughs> that was a good one. something else, a big, another big Marvel one or something. And so he was just tired. What's his name? Uh, Gareth Edwards. His idea was that they made this what looks like a $300 million movie for 80. Mm-hmm. And instead of doing all the green screen stuff, he said, for the cost of building a set, he could take a, a small crew to fifty locations and do it that way. They just did this mm. completely streamlined method of, of doing it. And it was fascinating. I mean, it, it looked. And does it does it look high tech? Does it look? It looked great. I mean, he he did monsters. You remember that ten years ago or so? He he did it like with a again with a cheap little camera. Hmm. It was first film.
1: What was that about? I only remember like there was an anim... No, that was Monsters, Inc., right? <laughs> I, I only- <laughs> that was animated, I think. Yeah. But anyway, I don't and know what Monsters and there's was. There's, and then there's Monster, right? Yeah, that was that was highly depressing.
0: Well, anyway, anyway, they went to like 70 locations in Thailand, and they went other places where they had this incredible real-world situation and then painted in and everything afterwards instead of doing mm. it the reverse and having actors on a green screen. It was. It's It's supposedly mm. like everybody's going to want to do this now. Well, oh, hello. Know?
1: Yeah, I'm sure for actors, I, I always wondered, like acting in front of a green screen, what a drag. It just mm-hmm. seems like so hopelessly fake.
0: And looking at this movie, if you didn't know, you wouldn't guess. I mean, it's it's fine. I'll
1: have to you see know. it now. You know, it's good. Yeah, I, liked it's it. good. I liked it. Mm-hmm. It's about AI, right? Like there's a...
0: Yeah, AI takes over and they have to fight. Semi hybrid robot people as another class in between the humans and the AI people. And so, what's the
2: deal with the with the the little girl?
0: She's considered the creator. Is that... yeah, she's she's the weapon that the AI has created to destroy everything. Okay. But
1: well, I also went to see Equalizer three. Wow, you've been busy. That is totally uncomplicated. <laughs> it's just. Denzel, wow. just take it. It's, you know, it's like, it's weird. It is like John Wick, but it is more bloody. I mean, like, John Wick is kind of fake violence, you know, like, like you can tell they're the squibs or what, but I mean, packets of ketchup. <laughs> yeah, you know, an equalizer. They chop off this guy's hand, and I took my nephew to see it, you know, because he loves those too. And um, and I was like, this. And I said, do they just chop off his hand? <laughs> <laughs> and then they put the hand in a bucket of ice, so the guy could take it to the hospital and maybe reattach it. It's oh, thoughtful. So oh, he's fine, but it's fun. I mean, it's it's funny. Like I always respected Denzel Washington as an actor, but for some reason, like with the Equalizer movies, I don't know. They're just fun, and he's just like yeah, he's having enough. a good time. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's,
0: there's something so appealing about that. You've got nine seconds. He figures yeah. that out. It's like yeah. Jack Reacher. You know? Yeah, it's the same kind of.
1: So you did you see it then, Wally?
0: No. I saw the other two.
1: Oh, see, now that's funny because, um, you know, the nine seconds thing is in this one, too. I haven't seen the first one yet. I've seen the second one. Yeah. And I didn't yeah. realize they're in all of them. That is fun. That makes me like oh, it even more.
0: I saw more. a clip that said nine seconds. I didn't, yeah. I, I don't know if it's in the other ones. But
1: oh, okay. I thought maybe they were in all of them or something.
0: Denzel's son is the star of the creator, too.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. interesting. I liked him in Tenet, and he was in Black Klansman. Those are both really
0: good. Yeah, yeah. He's got a he's got a thing about him.
1: What well, was the one he was in with Christian Bale?
2: Oh, oh, um, with the one with uh, Margot Robbie. Was yeah, she? that
1: was good too. Um, that was Amsterdam. Good. Amsterdam. Yeah. Amsterdam. Yeah. There we go. Thank you. Yeah.
2: Now, shouldn't we really talk about the the Hollywood news of the last twelve hours? Oh, Matthew. <laughs> Matthew Perry, yeah.
1: I, I've never seen one episode of Friends. That's okay. Okay. It's all right. So were you a big Friends fan, Bailey?
2: No, I mean, when it was out, yeah, I watched it when it first came out. It was, you know, but uh, no, it's just, it's, it's sad. sad. It was, he was one of those
0: guys that could, seems like he could never get it together, you
2: know? No, I know. I know him. Yeah. I know Jack said to me this morning, he goes, yeah, he drowned in his hot tub. And I thought, hmm. He's supposed to be sober. He's supposed to be sober. But how do you drown in your hot tub unless you're Hollywood? You want to drown or you're completely right, inebriated.
0: As a non-lifetime drug user, it amazes me that it's just that pe- even people like him with lots of money and lots of support, lots of friends mm-hmm. can't break it, you know. And once it gets you, it's a really it's a human mm-hmm. flaw, you know.
1: I mean, we had a family on our street, you know, grew up with them. I babysat the kids. And and, and, and actually, this is really sad. The mom um, was Native American, and she had a very, very bad drinking problem. And her daughter developed the same thing. And they both, you know, like Mary died in her mid-50s. Her daughter died, mm-hmm. like, in her late 40s from, mm-hmm. you know, alcohol abuse. It was super sad. I knew a girl sad. in
2: college who, yeah. who died of alcohol what do you call it? Alcoholism, alcohol disease, poisoning. Thank you. The yeah, she died in her you know early fifties, and she never. I mean, she, we were all partying in college. I didn't, and she married another another guy that was in school with us, and uh, I was just blown over when I heard she died. I,
1: I thought you meant like she had a binge night and died that night. I don't think no. it's called no. alcohol. No. I think it's she called was... something else, right? Um, when you have like the long term. Mm-hmm. Alcohol. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I guess, you know, just the New York Times had the article about it this morning about him. So I was reading it and just like all the like the pancreatitis was from drinking mm-hmm. and this and that and wow. colostomy bag and, you know, like all this stuff related to his drinking and drug abuse. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: If If alcohol had never been invented. We'd probably be on Mars or something. <laughs> Everything would be solved. Just think of the wasted time, wasted people, that have occurred through through history because we figured out how to it would it'd make us feel good for a couple hours.
2: Well, we'd just be smoking pot and smoking pot and snorting cocaine.
1: Um, don't you just think that we'd be eating more mushrooms
2: then? Absolutely.
0: Something else. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Cleaning solvents. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like bears get into fermented cranberries or something. Exactly. I woke up this morning and I made the mistake of looking at the phone. You know, we always think that the, that the world is coming to an end, but now it really seems I know. There's everything wrong. We have got they've been testing clouds and they found microplastics. The clouds are filled with microplastics.
1: Clouds. So not only of course,
0: not only on the earth, but up there. Wow. I feel sorry for you guys.
1: Yeah, I feel
2: sorry for my kids.
1: Yeah, it's the kids, mm-hmm. right? For sure. Mm-hmm.
2: I know we're like we're imploding.
1: Yeah, that's why it's funny because when I think about retirement, I always thought, yeah, I'm going to get out of Buffalo, but Buffalo is going to be a climate refuge. So nope. <laughs> I'll do we it, say the I'll same leave. thing about about Rochester. We're like, we're staying here. <laughs> so I'll do my snowbirding, but I'm not going to leave Buffalo anytime soon. Right. Anyway. Okay, well. All righty. Should I stop this recording then? Or are we going to do a button? Do we have a button or do you even give a shit about a button anymore? Well.
0: We don't do that. We're mod- we're a modern podcast. We're not old-time radio. Okay.
1: Old-timey radio. When you download
0: a podcast, <laughs> it says w- which podcast you're listening to. Okay. If you have to if you can't figure that out, you're okay. not smart enough to be listening to Charlie's <laughs> chat. <laughs>
2: Oh my god! Yeah, are we re- we're recording? We're, we're not recording anymore. What? Are we recording or not?
1: Oh yes, no, we are recording. Sorry, I thought you meant in general. <laughs> I'm still recording. Okay, Sorry. me too. You know what I watched? The, what I watched the other day? I hadn't seen in a long time. "Dressed to Kill." You know the one with Michael Caine and Angie Dickinson. Angie Dickinson was such a freaking babe. Oh my god, she was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. Yeah,
0: she was she was a. I I think she's still alive. Thing.
1: Well maybe on the next episode we can talk about my osteoporosis diagnosis.
2: Oh shit. I, I'm g i am have a DEXA scan in October, That's so how I found out it's I'll get that and then we can talk about it's
1: it. It's in my spine. <laughs>
2: Oh, so. shoot. So are you on medication now? Or no, the... they
1: there's this measurement, and I have to talk to my doctor about it because I'm not sure exactly what it means. There's this measurement that says I'm 60% likely to have a, a fracture in the future, mm. and they don't medicate until it's 20%. And the thing is, well, it doesn't matter. Let's talk about it in the next episode because maybe okay. I'll have I'll, more information
0: on it. I'll mm. put that in my notes because yeah. that's something I don't understand. So if yeah. you can, how can you fix that? Well, wow, that's the question. Well, as we lose, we lose,
2: you know, hormones when we go through menopause, and weakens our bones. But, but isn't so if
0: you... isn't building bones a long term process?
1: Yeah. See, I don't know. That's one thing I have to look up. Like, I know you can build muscle, mm-hmm. but I don't know if you can like repair bones.
2: Right.
1: You know, I mean, it says that I need to do weight bearing stuff, which I already do. You know, I already do weights. I already do cardio. You know, whatever. The one thing I can't do is take calcium because it constipates me. Mm. So unless there is a new formulation of that, I don't know. And I hate to go on medicine for anything, you know, if I can help no, it. No, I know I do too. So we'll see. Anyway,
2: can you get your calcium from non? Well,
1: I guess you know, you know,
2: non-pill ice cream. Yeah, ice cream.
1: Yeah, <laughs> ice cream. yeah. <laughs> that's gonna help with the weight issue too. So anyway. Yeah, there you go. Oh well.